Welcome to the Jolt Episodes. This is a feature of the In Awe Podcast meant to give you energy and a boost to look around your world and exercise a signature strength. Between interviews with incredible women who leave us awe-inspired, I will share stories that will prompt you to look around and see the beauty in your own world. I hope you find yourself awe-inspired. Hello to my favorite community, my In Awe community. I have to thank you, friends, because as I pop in here for the 38th Jolt episode, I'm just in awe of the fact that I took this leap, first of all, with this podcast in general, but second, with the Jolt episodes, knowing that I had so much fear around the idea that I might be able to you know, offer my own inspiration. Um, the po- the In Awe podcast is really meant to amplify others, and I had felt a call you know, several, well, 37 episodes ago ago to share with you the thoughts that I had in my heart. And it was a very vulnerable thing. And I've continued to, you know, press the submit button every time I believe there's a mission in the message. And so for today, I'm just so grateful to know and to see that just as many of you tune into these Jolt episodes as you do to hear the Amplified Women on this podcast. And that I cannot tell you how vulnerable and how important that is to me. So I just wanted to thank you for showing up. And today's episode, I just have some thoughts. Um, I know that many of you faithful listeners, and some of you might be new to this podcast, maybe this is the first time you're seeing it. Um, but you know, if you've been along my journey, especially as of late, that I have experienced another loss in my family and the apps made my grandma. And if you haven't heard the Jolt 36 yet, I encourage you to pop back to that and check it out. It was a tribute to her while she was alive. And just a few short days later, within a week and a half, here I am paying her a little bit of tribute. But what I'm doing is just kind of taking the experience of walking in this world as the granddaughter of an incredible woman and just taking this opportunity to reflect on her life. And, and of course, in addition to the personal stories that we all have um, being in her life, um, being in the circle of her light, there's so many lessons that I've had from her passing, really, um, from her life and her passing. And I just wanted to pass those along to you today in this Jolt episode, just because I think they're so profound for me that I have to believe that there is a mission in the message within them. So they're really in no particular order, but I wanted to share with you kind of six high points that I've been thinking about and reflecting as I've been grieving the loss of this beautiful soul in my life. So the first one is to live in a way that makes those that love you feel as if 99 years is not enough. You know, I've, I've lost my grandfather four years ago. We lost um, her husband and I'll never forget. He was 96 and I had a staff member at the time say, well, you know, he lived a good life, so you may have to be thankful. 96 years is a long life. And my response at that time was that I know it sounds selfish and I know he's so glad to be gone. Um, but the truth is that I got a longer time with him to just love him. And I can say that true of my grandma at 99. I would take every day with her. I would take her forever if I could. She just lived a life that had such a light and a joy and a purpose, um, even though she had retired already like since 1977. And that's a lot of time after a long lifetime, right? And so I just have been thinking about this and thinking about how I move in the world and how I interact with people and the connections that I make and or maybe fail to make or right now when I'm being tested in so many different ways, am I living in a way that my children and their children will say 99 years wasn't enough? <laughs> Uh, because I do believe that about my grandma. 99 years was certainly not enough. Another lesson is that other people's measures don't matter since we're on the topic of numbers. I know when I told my daughter, my oldest, 
and my youngest too. They were both just very sad because my grandmother, beautiful soul, just celebrated her 99th birthday this past October. And this Jolt episode is being published mid-July. So she's very close to making 100. And I know other family members or other people have said, oh, she was so close to making it to 100. But here's the truth. I know that my grandmother didn't care about that arbitrary number (laughs) and other people's measures for our lives don't matter. She lived a life well-lived, well-loved, and well-satisfied. And that's what I want to look at in life. When my grandfather passed, they were literally a month less than short of 75 years. And I remember people saying, oh, if he could have just made it till that 75th year. And then I think, does it matter? How do you measure it? Just like seasons of love, right? (laughs) How do we measure it? In minutes? In sunsets? In cups of coffee? The truth is that it doesn't matter if my grandma lived to see the ticker past her 100 years. She lived a beautiful life, and it wouldn't have mattered if she had, you know, gone sooner than that. 100 is somebody else's measure, not what she was supposed to have in this life. The third lesson is to throw your head back in laughter often. I shared this on my 36 jolt, but I told my grandma the last time, actually second to last time I talked to her, that I was so grateful that her life lived with just this boisterous laugh gave me permission to feel like I could do that too. And so she thanked me for pointing that out. And she said that she had a friend that would laugh and her whole body would shake, but she could hear nothing coming out as this woman was laughing. And she said, she just must think that my laugh is so obnoxious. And I said, well, grandma, what I can tell you, I love your laugh. It's a signature laugh. I feel compelled that I can share my signature laugh, that when I'm in the audience and I have students performing on stage and I'm laughing my head off and afterward they can say, hey, we knew you were here tonight because we heard you laugh, that that is the same thing that my grandmother leaves behind. And you know what? If you're a person who sits there and laughs with your body shaking and no sound coming out, more power to you. I'm grateful to be living on my grandmother's legacy, and I'm so glad that I get to tell her that at the end. Finally, believe that, not finally, but number four, believe that God has something for you always. My grandmother has said for years since my grandpa passed four years ago, she just wasn't sure what he had finished for. What did he want her to finish? She was always looking for what is it that she needs to accomplish for his kingdom before she can go. And at times in the dark spaces and the sadness after my grandpa was gone, that was a very big challenge for her. She would mourn over it. What am I doing? What do I need to do? Why can't I go home? And toward the end, she still said the same thing, but our last conversation, I think she was starting to get a bigger picture of that. And you know what, friends, I'm not going to know what that answer was. I believe I know. I believe I knew at some points and I shared with her what I thought, but I think at the end she knew and she felt satisfied and confident that it was time to go home to her maker, having finished every last task, every last request, every last service that he had for her for all of her 99 years. Another one is set boundaries with love. So when I talked to my grandma, we're in the middle of the the COVID-19 pandemic. And of course we know that there's a danger there and gathering and you know, whatever your feelings are on that, mine are definite. They are based in science. And I know that visiting my grandmother could have been a concern. And so I asked her if I could come see her with the idea that maybe I wanted to record a podcast episode with her, even if I couldn't hug her, just be in her presence one more time. And when I said, can I come visit you? She paused, hesitated and said, would you wear a mask? And I thought that was so beautiful. Now, friends, I regret I did not go make that visit. I just toiled over it. I tossed and I turned and I toiled. And right now I wish I would have, but at the time I didn't prioritize it um, soon enough. And I just, it got me thinking about the fact that 
even in the controversy, even through all of it, even though she knew it was a risk, she would have wanted to see me, but willing to put the boundaries in place. And I think right now we just live in a time where it feels uncomfortable to ask for that. It feels uncomfortable to, um, make a request that seems, I don't know, political or whatever, but I'm so proud of her for putting that boundary in there with love. And so it was a good reminder for me to ask for what I need from those that I love. And finally, this last lesson, which I just feel like is the most important, is so many layers in my life right now. My grandma, since the time that I was young, has been ready to go home. And you know what, maybe before then, But when I was probably, um, you know, when I was nine, my grandma was 60 and I'll never forget she and my grandpa gave away some of their prized possessions at Christmas around those years. And they said, we wanted to leave this behind to you because we know we can't leave things behind and we believe we're just ready to go whenever. And so for (laughs) almost 30 some years, I've been hearing that message from her. And I can tell you that she was very pleased to go home. And when I was telling my daughter that she had passed and we were processing through it, my daughter said, so she gave up. You know, she didn't want to get to a hundred. She gave up. And I said, tying back to that life measure, I said, honey, that was never her goal. And there's a very big difference between giving up on something and letting go. And my grandmother could have intervened and had a pacemaker put in, and she probably could have lived a little longer. Who knows? But the truth is she said she wasn't going to do anything to intervene with God's plan. And she was going to let go when it was her time. And it's such an inspiration when I think about her friends, this is not a 99 year old that was just done with life and lethargic and non-responsive or anything up to the end. This woman was laughing as of last week, as of days ago on the phone, talking vibrantly, interacting, um, up until her last day. On the last day, she had somebody come into her room to help her to get dressed, to eat breakfast. This woman was living alone, friends, in hospice. And I just think there's a very big difference between giving up and letting go. And my grandmother is a stunning example of what letting go means. So I don't know who needed to hear that. I'm not talking about life. I can be talking about, for me, it's like letting go of control right now. There's so much I can't control. I just need to let go and trust. And sometimes it's going to take a heck of a lot longer than I would expect, maybe even 30 years. And for sure, the last four, I know she's been just waiting to let go. So I hope that message hit you however you needed to hear it. Friends, thank you so much for trusting me um, to, to give you a message that matters, that you can spend you know a short, quick amount of time with me, 10 minutes, and maybe there's a mission in my message to share with you today. Thank you for letting me share my grandma. Thank you for letting me share my heart. And I just wish you so many blessings for the week ahead. Take care, friends. Hey, you. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Listener, checking out this Jolt episode. Hey, I want to see what you're seeing in the world. So hop on over to Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or wherever you want and pop out a quick sentence or a picture or something that inspired you this week. Let's let's share with one another. Show the community what you're seeing with your eyes to see the beauty in the world. Hashtag in awe to rise.